Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu, and these are the major news stories of the day. Agnipath scheme, center on damage control mode, announces 10% reservation in Central Armed Police Forces for Agnivirs. Monsoon, yellow alert in six Kerala districts on Sunday. Fort Kochi woman deposes to NIA on Kuwait-based human trafficking racket. Loga Kerala Sabha. Expats demand protection to investments in state. Daily COVID-19 numbers in India crosses 13,000 for the first time in 113 days. Let's get into the details. In a bid to assuage concerns over the Agnipath scheme, the Home Ministry on Saturday announced to reserve 10% vacancies in the Central Paramilitary Forces and the Assam Rifles for Agnivirs, besides a three-year relaxation in the upper age limit. The announcement comes amid widespread protests against the recently unveiled scheme for recruitment of soldiers in the armed forces on a short-term contractual basis. The soldiers recruited under this scheme are to be called agnivirs. The Home Ministry's announcement is a part of a slew of measures taken by the government to allay the concerns raised by youths protesting across the country against the scheme. They have torched public and private property and attacked BJP offices at some places. Meanwhile, the Finance Ministry held a meeting on Thursday with the heads of public sector banks and financial institutions to explore employment opportunities for agnivirs in their respective organizations. It was also decided that banks would explore possibilities of supporting agnivirs through suitable credit facilities for skill upgradation, education for setting up businesses, and taking up self-employment. All agnivirs will get Skill India certification while in service which will enable them to pursue many diverse opportunities in entrepreneurship and job roles that are being created in the economy after completion of their tenure said the Skill Development Ministry Meanwhile protests against the Agnipath scheme spread to more places on Saturday with incidents of violence and arson being reported from various states According to reports from Bihar a passenger was killed on Friday night at Lakhisara during the protests This is the second death after the one in Secunderabad on Friday morning. Expecting strong rains, the India Meteorological Department has issued a yellow alert for six districts in Kerala on Sunday. Palakkad, Malappuram, Kodikode, Vayanad, Kannur and Kasaragod will witness strong isolated showers tomorrow. On June 20th and 21st, Kodikode, Vayanad, Kannur and Kasaragod can expect heavy isolated rain. Various weather agencies and experts had earlier pointed to the dismal monsoon rainfall in Kerala in June so far. This trend may continue, however, with a slight improvement in rain during the rest of June. According to a weather expert with the State Disaster Management Authority, the declining trend in monsoon has been occurring for the last two decades. As per the usual standards, the state has to get 643 millimeters of rain each time in June. but the experts are not ruling out chances of heavy rain in july and august the national investigation agency has recorded the detailed statement of a fort kochi native who managed to escape from the clutches of human trafficking racket based in kuwait though an fir was registered by the ernakulam south police earlier based on complaint of the woman did not invoke section 370 of the ipc which deals with human trafficking This has come as an impediment before the National Investigation Agency in taking up the case for investigation. It is not yet clear why the police have excluded this section of the IPC from the FIR even after receiving a solid complaint and the victim's statement regarding human trafficking and slavery. 
Two other women who managed to escape from the racket have not filed a complaint with the police fearing retaliation from the mafia. The human trafficking mafia has threatened them that only if they keep mum, other women languishing in their custody will be allowed to return to Kerala. The relatives of the victims alleged that though all details about human trafficking were given to the Indian embassy in Kuwait, no steps were taken to ensure the release of the victims. The prime accused Majid is on the run. Delegates attending the third edition of the Loga Kerala Sabha urged the state government to enact a law, if necessary, to guarantee protection to investments made by expatriates. The demand was initially put forth by Yusuf Ali MA, Vice Chairman of Norka Roots and the Chairman and Managing Director of Lulu Group. Others who spoke after him too reiterated the demand during the discussions that followed. Yusuf Ali said, Expats' investments are not getting adequate protection in the state. Officials issue stop memos after non-resident Kerala constructs the necessary infrastructure after getting the necessary approvals. Several expats have had such bitter experiences in the state, he added. Meanwhile, state ministers chairing the presidium had no answer when delegates at the Loga Kerala Sabha poured out the difficulties they have been facing overseas. Drawing attention to the difficult process involved in transporting bodies home, especially during the days of peak COVID-19, they said no action has been taken despite bringing the issues to the notice of the authorities. A delegate turned emotional while raising the issue of several housemaids stuck overseas after the expiry of their visa. Their return is uncertain. Though it is known that several women are stuck abroad, Norka does not have their specific numbers. The Sabha also heard of the plight of Malayalis taken abroad on promises of higher pay but paid lower than what they had been earning back home. The government should take the initiative to ensure they got the promised pay. The delegates demanded the government to intervene on behalf of Malayalis who have been struggling without shelter in Damam. They also urged to hold a revenue adalat overseas to address the issues of NRIs facing land-related issues. They sought the government's intervention in lifting the ban on Ayurveda medicines on flights as well. India's COVID-19 tally increased to 4 crore 32 lakh 83,793 on Saturday as 13,216 more people tested positive for the viral disease and the active case load climbed to 68,108 according to the Union Health Ministry data. This is the first time in 113 days that India has recorded over 13,000 cases. An increase of 5,045 cases has been recorded in the active COVID-19 caseload in a span of 24 hours. The daily positivity rate was recorded at 2.73% and the weekly positivity rate at 2.47%. The death toll increased to 5,24,840 with 23 more fatalities. The new fatalities include 13 from Kerala, 3 from Maharashtra, 2 from Karnataka and 1 each from Delhi, Meghalaya, Punjab, Uttarakhand and Uttar Pradesh. The health ministry stressed that more than 70% of the deaths occurred due to comorbidities. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.